You're listening to To Trope or Not to Trope, we're your hosts, Kelly, Kristen, and Ray. Okay, so today we're going off about elves. Santa's elves, of course. But what really is the difference between Santa elves and Tolkien's elves? Not to mention all the elves that turn up in, like, folklore, and then there are the various takes on elves in YA fantasy. Just... Get ready for an absolutely useless episode of rants and conspiracy theories about elves, starting after Kristen gives you some cultural and historical context that you can use to sound smart the next time you're discussing elves, just like any other normal conversation human people have. You know, as we do normally, not regular. Uh (laughs) So what do you think about elves? Um, Okay, so I don't know how in-depth or smart this will make you sound but um from what i could find elves appear in a bunch of different cultural mythologies they're virtually indistinguishable from the fair folk like the fairies and the hobgoblins and the like Mm -hmm. um english mythology and the mythologies of like the surrounding lands tended to lean more toward the elves being the small like fairy-like creatures that caused mischief Mm -hmm. uh this as far as i can tell is largely where the tradition traditions of santa's elves and the shoemaker's elves come from like it was just kind of passed down generation to generation and migrated over to america um Mm -hmm. norse mythology and some germanic mythology tended to lean more toward the taller warrior-like elves like norse norse mythology especially um they have like some legends and epic poems about elves who are makers and warriors and whatnot Mm. I do not remember the names of them, and that is on me. Um, so, like, <laughs> the fair folk elves are still common in all of the mythologies. Uh, as is to be expected from the father of modern fantasy, Tolkien, of course, was the one who created the idea of fantasy elves as we have them today, and <laughs> other fantasy writers have just spun off of that. Um, one interesting thing that is neither here nor there is I found an article from someone who had done a deep dive into whether or not immortality was a, like past a hereditary gene, like passed down from generations in Tolkien's elves. And they decided scientifically that immortality is a recessive gene in Tolkien's elves because it sometimes <laughs> skips a generation. Wow. Fun fact. <laughs> Interesting. There's also like in like original mythologies, people believe that nightmares were brought about from an elf sitting on your chest mm-hmm. and sometimes whispering bad things to you, but sometimes literally just sitting there. And so mm-hmm. two, two um, words for nightmare come from the concept of like an elf sitting on your chest, which I thought was fascinating. <laughs> that just seems so weird. Like I understand where the idea of like, cause people thought all kinds of things with like where nightmares came from and what like diseases were but just imagining a small person sitting on your chest in your bedroom <laughs> when you're asleep. Like right. elves are Real doing creepy. so much. Elves are doing so many things when you're asleep in your house. <laughs> they're in your house. They're like making your shoes or they're like tying your hair in knots. Just is <laughs> real is real creepy. I, like you need some better locks, man. <laughs> oh my god. Well, it's interesting because I wonder if this was some kind of explanation for sleep paralysis. Um, Because I haven't heard that 
elf sitting on your chest. I normally hear like a demon sitting on your chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Indifferent sometimes. Yeah, yeah. There are links between elves and demons in like mythology and legends. Uh-huh. And I imagine angels too, right? Mm. Not as much. Maybe. Like that's mm. more Tolkien from what I could find. Um, okay. There is, however, uh, the concept of like light elves and dark elves that's been passed down in generations, and it kind of corresponds mm. roughly to the Seely and Unseely courts of Fae. Ah. Like, so mm. that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Weirdly, elves most often are considered makers. So, like. They would make shoes, they would make toys, they would make bows and whatever Tolkien's elves do and all uh-huh. of that. <laughs> Craftspeople. Yeah, yes. they were also considered, um, elves were often considered to cause disease and, like, death mm-hmm. in cattle. And people would mm-hmm. find these, like, arrowheads in their cattle pens and they're in their fields. And they would think that it was elf shot, I believe is what it was called. It turns out it was just, like, tribes of people and arrowheads (laughs) from, you know, history. But (laughs) actual. (laughs) (laughs) So, when someone says elves, what is the first thing you think of? Legolas. Like, like Orlando Bloom in a blonde wig, just (laughs) elf. That is elf. It is elf. That is an elf. No, it's not elf. Will Ferrell is elf. But when someone says elves. (laughs) That is an interesting thing I saw. So apparently if you put a V in the word, it's like the tall, pretty ones. And if you keep the F in the word, it's the short, mischievous ones. Elves. Elves. Or like elfish or elfin. But if it's elven, Elven. then it's, you know, Tolkien, pretty elves. That also sounds more elegant. Yeah. Fun fact, use that mm-hmm. at your next party. There's your party fact. <laughs> Are we talking yeah. about elves or elf? <laughs> yes. Great. Yes. Yeah, I think I think equally of Santa's elves and Tolkien's elves, depending on the context. Like, Mm-mm. it would depend on what we were talking about. Like, if you randomly just brought up the word elf in the middle of an unrelated conversation, Mm-mm. I would probably lean towards Santa's elves. I think. Mm. But if I came up to you and I said, Kristen, I'm writing a novel that has elves in it, what would you guess? It's probably well, different because you know that me. That is context. But, uh-huh. Like, even if I didn't know, that's context because you're writing a novel and novels uh-huh. with elves are Tolkien elves. <laughs> However, yeah. if you were just like, there is an elf in my house, I would Ooh. be like, oh, it's probably the one causing mischief or fixing your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> not the sexy one unfortunately not the sexy one. <laughs> unfortunately unfortunately <laughs> yeah i hmm i think mostly it's the tolkien elves or like i mean D and tolkien elves are basically mm. the same thing um yeah. but yeah. M- maybe maybe i tend to um when i think elf i think you know, tall and elegant and mm-hmm. maybe a little bit stuck up <laughs> and at times, magical, possibly immortal, or like lives a very, very, very long time. So not Will Ferrell. So no. not <laughs> unless unless I mean, I guess in December, maybe the needle moves <laughs> to the other end a little uh-huh. bit, but 
Uh-huh. <laughs> if we're talking um, about elves yeah. in December, it's more often the Christmas elves. <laughs> There's a higher chance. <laughs> yes, that's true. They both were green. Ooh. Do you Nature. think that was passed down? Or was it just <laughs> coincidental? I don't know, man. There's also a chance, depending on context, that if I see an elf-like portrayal wearing green, one of the questions might be, is that actually a leprechaun? Oh. <laughs> Leprechauns oh. have to have the hat. They have to have the hat. They have to have the hat. I see. Isn't there a horror movie about leprechauns? I don't oh, know. Yeah. I, I think, think so. Was. I never saw it, but that existed. <laughs> Have there been horror movies about elves? Oh, probably. I don't know off the top of my head, but probably. They're just, they're not scary. I mean, I suppose I wouldn't have thought leprechauns were scary either, but... No, but I think you could make elves scary, especially if you made them, like, the mischievous ones that you pissed off. And Mm. you don't, and you play with the thing where it's like you don't see them and bad things start happening in your house. And it's kind of like poltergeist territory, probably. I, that's fair. You don't have with the fair folk. Uh huh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, though. So, what's up with Santa's elves? They're all this like unpaid labor. And when they're portrayed, they're usually cranky and just want you to get out of their way to like so they can go about their work. But we have elves in so many other things. Like, are they the same thing as the Keebler elves? Like, that's my headcanon, is that, like, Keebler elves are just, like, Santa elves. But, you know, they make cookies in trees instead of toys at the North Pole. I'm going to say they're the hick cousins. (laughs) I think that's accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe they were able to get out from Santa's thumb, and so now they're happier. Because I feel like... A lot of the Christmas movies depict, like modern maybe mm-hmm. Christmas movies, depict elves as kind of just fed up, like kind of cranky, <laughs> cantankerous. They have so much work to do. Like they're portrayed they that way. I, just in even in it's kids' so movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean not okay. always, but. But here's the question though: Do the Keebler elves get any of the money from the cookie sales, or are they also unpaid slave labor? I mean, at least they seem a lot happier. At least that's how they're portrayed. That's what the media wants you to think. (gasps) Oh no, (laughs) that is propaganda. That is elf propaganda. (laughs) Capitalist, capitalist elf propaganda. (laughs) If the Keebler elves are the ones that escape from Santa, is that why we leave cookies out for Santa because he (sighs) lost his cookie making elves? (laughs) I'm gonna go with yes. I mean, either that or it's just like a tithe to an angry god, you know? Uh, Why? (laughs) Maybe there could be a horror movie about elves. (laughs) That's our next group project. Oh, no. (laughs) A horror movie about elves. I feel like this is adjacent to, like, Krampus territory. It's like, I don't know. Okay, I don't know anything about Krampus. But does Krampus have, like, his own, like, evil elves, like, as well? Because, I mean, (laughs) that's kind of how I don't know anything about Krampus. I know he's not actually evil, but, like. I thought he just had, like, one singular companion. I could be mixing him up with something else. Wasn't wasn't he a companion to, like, I could be wrong, but 
one of the versions of Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. It's like you could be visited oh. by Santa What's or it? Krampus, depending on if you were naughty or nice. Something, something like, that. like that. Evil German Santa or something. <laughs> that sounds like something that would come out of Germany. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. It is. It's German. He's said to be the son of hell in Barth mythology. Oh, fun. Mm. I'm just reading, like, the Google highlights, you know. Oh, good. Half man, half oh, goat. Good. Yeah. Chase naughty children and drag them to hell. This one does. This one does. <laughs> if you're not good this year, children, you'll be dragged to hell. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, question. Is Santa an elf? The plot thickens. Maybe. Okay, I like in my head canon, no. I think he might have been, depending on what, how you think of it, he might have been raised by elves. I think he's human. <laughs> but he he has been injected or like put under a magical spell so that he lives many, many years or is immortal or something. So maybe elven magic, elf elfish type of, depending. Yes. One of those third generation elves, immortal elves. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. He is described as a jolly old elf, though. Oh, yeah. That is the thing. That is that is Christmas canon. Is he like the oldest elf? Like the like the leader, the leader elf, elf. or like what's elf? I I forget how like Smurf society works, but is he like the Papa Smurf, and then there are all the other like all the elves are Smurfs. I forget how Smurfs work. Smurfs Where are the weird. Elves come from though. Like, was Santa before the elves? Was he the god that made the elves? Ooh, I don't know. Most of the time, when I think of Santa, I don't actually think of elves. I think like, oh, Santa or Saint Nicholas or like, you know, he's delivering Coca-Cola. presents. I don't. Yeah, Coca Cola. I don't usually think of like the workshop where all of the elves are working. Like. I don't know. Because it's depressing. (laughs) So wait, is Santa closer to the the sexy elves? Like the taller? Oh, Oh, no. No, no. no. (laughs) (laughs) I I refuse that canon. (laughs) Deny. He's tall, though. So? (laughs) But he's not he's not short and mischievous. He's not really mischievous, and he's not short. He He might be more mischievous. It's breaking and entering. But for a good cause. He's like Robin Hood. It's still hard where you give to the poor. You sneak into the poor's house and you give to them. You know, in the words of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, cool motive still still breaking and entering. Oh, okay. I believe you. But yeah, like somewhere in the middle, like obviously Santa is old man and like not cute at all not beautiful <laughs> per se but he's also not like elf elf ish <laughs> i mean if anything he'd be more like wizard like in tolkien's world yes yeah he's a wizard. but he does he i don't know if he has magic does he have magic he does than, like yeah. squeezing himself down chimneys i think it depends uh, on your your canon like yeah. what your take is because there's at least the squeezing yourself down chimneys part, but... Oh, and the flying reindeer. Yeah. Yeah. It depends. I mean, 
going back to this workshop though like <laughs> are saruman's orcs like the equivalent of santa's elves because orcs are just twisted elves if i'm remembering my tolkien lore correctly and he's got yeah. his little workshop of like breeding <laughs> these orcs and making them do his bidding and that is basically what santa does evil santa oh <laughs> like people okay so people so that makes Saruman the Santa equivalent in the Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings world. But Big like, okay, beard. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. people talk about the difference between like Tolkien and C.S. Lewis because they were friends and they had very different takes on fantasy worlds. Because <laughs> like Tolkien's over here meticulously plotting his out, and meanwhile, C.S. Lewis is like, and then Father Christmas arrives because sure, like <laughs> why not? Uh huh. But little did you know, Father Christmas is also in Tolkien's. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. See, now I'm just imagining, like, little little Christmas elves and their little, like, jingly hats with white hand of Saruman on them. <laughs> I was I so was much. actually imagining an orc wearing, like, a festive yes. elf hat. And I just, this image does not compute. <laughs> Okay, like, our Christmas haunted house is a thing, because we should make that happen. Wow. That'd be cool. (laughs) I think something like that does exist, Mm because I ended up looking at a Ren Fair recently, and somewhere is doing, like, a Yuletide village for December, and they have, I think, a haunted Krampus house. Oh, that's awesome. Something like that. How many Keebler elves are there? <laughs> I can only picture like one, because the one they print on the on the packages. But there are more, right? What are Snap, Crackle, and Pop? That's a oh, good question. Elves? I was wondering about them because, like, the one wears like the blue and white striped hat, and it's like nobody but elves wears hats like that. That's true. <laughs> do they have pointy ears? pointy ears? Do they have pointy ears? They do. They do, but they're not wearing green. I I think elves, especially if the elves escaped from Santa, could wear whatever color they want. (laughs) Teenage rebellious elf face. Oh my. (laughs) They updated their haircuts. I noticed that. Oh, yeah, they have more. They had more modern haircuts that are like, you know, short and then like longer on the top. And I'm like, their hair did not used to look like that. They're, oh. they're oh, immortal wow, and they're right. changing with the times. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> Does elf hair grow? Like, do elves ever need haircuts? That is not a thing that Tolkien addressed. He addressed everything else. There are a lot of Tolkien elves with longer hair, at least in the movies. So I assume that it grows, you know? <laughs> Maybe they That's can control true. whether it grows or not. Like, Ooh. oh, I... I feel like growing my hair out even longer. <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> I want that ability. <laughs> that would be useful. <laughs> they do have pointed ears. Snapcrack and Pop are totally <laughs> hit cousins. Oh my god. That's what happens when Santa's elves escape from like Santa. They go work in the corporate world. <laughs> at oh, that's so cereal. That oh. Cereal companies and cookie companies. Oh, no. These poor little innocent elves setting off on their own, and then they just fall into corporate America. Oh, their no. souls, and they're stuck forever. 
maybe they are maybe they are better off with Santa. Like maybe that is like what are their benefits? Like I'm sure Santa gives better benefits. I would just I would That's think That's true. So. I think he gives them actual housing whereas like all of the mm-hmm. Keebler elves have to live in a tree. <laughs> yeah. Which I mean Tolkien's elves live in trees too, but different it's, different it's things. Different. <laughs> That's true. I suppose if your choices are Santa or like corporate America, stick with Santa. Yeah, he seems he seems like a better bot. I could be wrong, but <laughs> very hands off for like 364 days of the year. Yeah, <laughs> look at how much vacation they get. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I don't know when they start making toys. Yeah, I was under the impression that that's like a full time gig, basically. Yeah, I'm not so many year half a year, mm-hmm. more than half. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure they get some vacation. Maybe they like rotate out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything I've seen, they wouldn't want vacation though. Yeah. Like they're very yeah, they're dedicated like to their work. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's not healthy though. It's not. I don't it's know. like the house elves in Harry Potter. Yeah. Mm-mm. I don't. I don't know though. Like, if the elves, if Santa's elves are fulfilled doing, like, why are they doing the thing that they're doing? Do they have to, like, if they don't have to work for Santa and they could go do something else if they wanted to, like, maybe that's the gig that they like. And, like, they Mm. like making toys for everybody. Like, because they're craftspeople, right? Like, that's the other thing is a lot of the portrayals show them as people who are really good at what they do and get fulfillment and enjoyment out of making the things that they're making. That's true. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I don't, I don't know, like, even if you were doing something you loved, and you did it all the time, like 24 seven, I feel like you would need a break from it. Well, why would you do it 24 seven? I don't know. If well, it's have to the, do it all the time. well, well, like, just <laughs> exaggerated of unions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just meant like, I don't know. Like, I would think that Santa would be kind and jolly enough to just be like, yeah, if you need a break to just make the toys that you want to make instead of what the children mm-hmm. want, like, you go right mm-hmm. I just keep thinking of those cranky elves that are just done, burnt out, <laughs> I guess. What are you thinking of that has cranky elves? Like, everything I can think of, the elves are so happy. Um, it's probably okay. So it's been a while since I've actually seen a ton of like Christmas movies. But when I was younger, there were all there were like tons of Disney movies where there mm-hmm. were just like a handful of cranky elves. Yeah, and, I think that was the case yeah. in one of the the ones with like the ducks, like Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and like yeah, they yeah. ended up at Santa's like workshop for some reason and the elves there weren't particularly happy i don't remember (laughs) like they weren't like unhappy but they were like you know they're working and they have a job to do and it's Mm -hmm. just sort of like we have to make this work (laughs) but they seem relatively happy in um like the santa claus um they're happy in elf they're happy and (laughs) that's true (laughs) there's like it's both in like the Polar Express because they seem a little cranky, but they're also yeah. like celebrating hardcore because it's, oh. it's Christmas. It's it, you get the impression that like this is like I don't think it's like their one day off all, out of the year, but it is their biggest holiday. Like this <laughs> is like when everything goes out. Like they're just having a huge party. 
<laughs> I haven't seen the Polar Polar Express in so long. That movie scarred me. Same. It's so weird. I don't scarred you. Yeah, it's, that CGI is creepy AF. <laughs> yeah. Uncanny Valley. <laughs> that was one where we saw it in theaters and my younger brother was just the right age for it. Like, we're getting toward the end and, like, like they're about to meet Santa and he's sitting on the edge of his seat and he's just riveted to, like, this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, he, he loved trains as a kid as well. So it was, it was very, Perfect. it was exactly the right thing. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so, kind of going back to what Kristen was saying earlier about how... There are many different ways that, or many different kind of, yeah, I guess, ways to be an elf. Uh, I guess this makes me think of um, a question, and I'm wondering what you all are thinking, but what's the difference between elves and fae? And also, are fairies different from fae? Yes to the second question, nothing to the first. Like fairies and fae are very different, depending on how they're spelled. Like much like elf and elves, like (laughs) you know, fae with an e is the (laughs) creepy ones, the pretty creepy (laughs) ones, and with an i is the pretty little fluttery ones. Like okay, with okay, but if we're talking about like modern fantasy modern fiction and things like that i feel like no matter what you're saying is it like elves fae fairies whatever it is you have to specify because Mm -hmm. it it can mean anything at this point it's like this is an elf or a fae or whoever and i'm sitting here like okay how tall are they i need to know how tall they are because if you just say there's an elf in this fantasy world okay what does that mean (laughs) i'm expecting at least pointy ears that is like the one thing that anything can agree on but it's like fey and fairies Mm -hmm. can all have pointy ears so like okay whatever but (laughs) biggest question are they hot that's that's, that's, (laughs) that is the most important question also a lot of fey and fairies in in modern YA fantasy fantasy are just Tolkien elves. They are they are just uh-huh. Tolkien elves. They just didn't call them elves. Yep, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. I feel like they usually have like less defined magic. Ooh. Like because elves are always like nature magic, but they mm-hmm. can have whatever the heck magic you want them to have <laughs> in YA anyway. Light magic and water magic and uh-huh. <laughs> dawn magic and you know, just casual mind reading and mind control. As per looking at you, Reese. And the Fae are always <laughs> Okay. Yeah. The Fae are always hot too. It's just uh-huh. a thing. Even if they have weird traits like like or like, you know, Fae or Fairies, they have weird traits like antlers or a tail, and it's supposed to be like, oh my gosh, they're so other. And it's like still hot that's just a hot still person hot. with with i don't know with wings you put wings on them oh that makes them so different and it makes them hotter somehow because they're like different and special and interesting uh-huh. and the wings are sensitive oh no. my gosh <laughs> yes oh no 
<laughs> I I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like if there's a fae and they have wings, because some fae, according depending on like how you define fae, some fae don't have wings, but uh-huh. there are other fae that just have wings, and they might be like angelic wings or like bat wings mm-hmm. or whatnot. And I am, I think that's, I mean, I like that. That's like aesthetically um, interesting. <laughs> but if it's something like, like I'm trying, like Tamlin, I was just kind of like. Oh, you know, that's cool, but that's just not my thing. <laughs> and I wonder why that is. Like, why is, like, the wings are okay, but... <laughs> the wings are practical, sort of. Like, Hamlin <laughs> turning into a wolf or beast or whatever he turns into is not super practical. Like, you can't, like, ride him somewhere. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh my god! Sorry, I was just. Yeah, we're gonna. Uh-uh. Just skip I'm over sure. that obvious joke. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Nope, I'm sorry. nope. I can't. I have to say it. I'm sure Farah wrote him lots of plays. <laughs> we were all thinking it. I might edit that out. <laughs> I love that SJM just like drove all other fae out of our minds like she is the quintessential YA fantasy fae I I was also thinking of um Holly Black's fairies because they're Mm. like okay a lot of them are actually strange or weird but they're generally not the love interests The, the love interests are generally like someone hot with like I don't know horns or antlers or a tail and like it was a little bit of a I don't not exactly a scandal, but like with Cardin and his tail, it's like a a cow tail, which one oh. generally wouldn't think of as I don't know, sexy, but like, you know, there's Let's a fair amount of that has like adopted that. And oh, no. there are other people that feel like that that's weird. And it was supposed to be like she was trying to make something a little more um strange something a little more unusual or um something that Cardin would be kind of like kind of embarrassed about almost because it's yeah unusual which I think kind of worked but it's still because he hides it he's still hot yeah he he hides his tail (laughs) he's still hot he's still hot yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's true the lesser fairies are never the love interest it's always the Mm. hot high fae and we're back to SJM again. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. there's no, that distinction. Bunch of things. Oh, is it? I've seen that on other books. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, she might have started the trend and people just copied her. I don't actually know. But okay. yeah, basically anytime there is a hot fae, there are usually mm-hmm. lesser fae. Yeah. I thought awesome. that was in Holly Black's, wasn't it? In Tithe? Or am I think mixing it up with something else? I don't rem- I don't know if I ever yeah, read I Tithe. Oh, I read like a bunch of Fae books at once and now they're all just running together in my head. (laughs) But, but you're right. I think like there were Fae books in the early twenties that I read and they had that trope was there, the really hot high Fae. And they had like Mm -hmm. some sub level groups that, (laughs) yeah, they had like the actual mischievous ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like hob, hobgoblins or brownies Mm -hmm. or 
Oh, they might have been. There are elves in um, Spiderwick. And also yeah. hobgoblins and brownies and just yeah. various creatures. Pixies and uh-huh. all of them. Harry Potter does that. Does Harry Potter's have does Harry Potter have fairies or is it just like the pixies? I know they have mm. the pixies, but I don't know if we've ever seen I don't No. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, and then that okay okay, so Harry Potter has pixies, it has house elves, which are their own thing. I think that gets closer to the like the, the cobbler elf kind of um, mm-hmm. area but I don't think there I don't think there are just regular fairies in fairies or fae in Harry Potter I don't think so she didn't have there no, are no never mind there are oh, gnomes yeah. there are um, yeah but yeah that's weird that seems like a, a strange gap if there are like may, I don't know, let us know if anybody knows if there are like literal <laughs> just fairies in Harry Potter. Yeah, tell like, me because <laughs> the intelligent ones, because like the <laughs> the pixies or piskies or whatever she called them, <laughs> they're like animals basically, right? They're Whereas like the goblins had human intelligence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kelly, are there there are also elves in The Witcher, right? Uh yeah, they're they have pointy ears. They're tall. Uh-huh. They're tall. Um, ears. <laughs> they have tall intelligence. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're just more um, people, right? Basically, yeah, yeah. They're very similar to just people, which is interesting because, okay, so now I'm thinking of Fae, and whenever I think of Fae, um, spelled F A E, mm-hmm. I think, and especially High Fae, I guess is what mm-hmm. I'm thinking of. I think of beautiful humanoid creatures that Mm -hmm. don't really have like have inhuman morals like they're not evil they're not good they're just somewhere in between and when i think Mm -hmm. of elves maybe this is just my head canon but i think of them having i mean obviously they're not at they're not concerned with human affairs but i also feel like maybe they have slightly different morals than what I consider fae. Am I just making this up? No, that's a thing. Like, fairies and fae tend to have different ideas of morality. Um, Some of that seems to come from, like, the part where they're immortal. Like, immortals tend to have a different morality as well. Yeah. Fairies also have the weird thing with truth. Elves don't have the uh-huh. thing with truth. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fairies have to tell the truth frequently. Like they can't not. <laughs> no, well, uh, along that same vein, what about contracts? Because like some fae will make contracts with humans, mm, and then humans yeah. can like twist the mm-hmm. truth and get out of it somehow mm-hmm. in certain stories. But do I'm trying to think? What about Ooh. elves? Santa has his naughty and nice list. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think that's a contract, though. I don't remember signing anything. <laughs> yeah. When you were born, your oh, parents, <laughs> someone else signed your name into it. Oh, no. No. Okay. Like, are there books or movies that feature both elves and fae? 
because like I'm trying to think of it and I can't think of any usually it's one or the other like the mortal instruments uh-huh. has fairies but no elves Tolkien has elves mm-hmm. but no fairies I think sometimes you get fairies and elves but not necessarily elves and fae right that's frequently because like elves you can have like the little um craftsman people like shoemaking elves and that and you could also have other fairies and stuff exist and they all exist under the umbrella of like the the fair folk or um they all under exist under the umbrella of fairies maybe like the mythical party girls and engineers you know (laughs) 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 okay but yeah i don't I don't know about elves and fe- like high elves and fey. Yeah, no, they seem to be like the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It would just be too crowded. It's like, what's the difference between these two groups of of beings? It's like these are the these are the high fey. They are pretty. They have pointed ears. And these are the elves, the high elves. They are pretty and they have pointed ears. They they both have magic. They're both like basically immortal. Um, okay. If you were gonna write it though, how? How would you differentiate them? Do you think it's possible? You'd have to make up some kind of rule. Like, you'd have to make something up. Ooh, it might be interesting if they are actually the same race of people. They just split at some point. <laughs> but now they feud. <laughs> uh-huh. Now they think they're, it's like, oh, those, those people are completely different over there. But actually, they're just the same. They're just the same. Ooh. That would be interesting. <laughs> I feel like you could potentially do something with, like, kind of that, like, party girl maker dynamic. Mm-hmm. And you could maybe do something with, like, elves have the more natural magic and fairies mm-hmm. have the more magic magic. <laughs> See, now I just want a love triangle where it's, like, oh. hu- human girl, hot high elf, hot high fae. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, no. <laughs> And she has to figure out who is the high fae because oh the high fae trickier. Oh no. Trixie. Oh, yes. <laughs> if you can figure it out, you have your pick of them. If not, oh my not. gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Anybody looking for a YA idea? There you go. There you go. <laughs> <sighs> so I, I guess the question is. To trope or not to trope? I guess trope. I mean, what? Yeah. Which which elves? Sure, write about Santa's <laughs> elves. Write about Tolkien elves. Write Fey. Like I'm I'm here for it. Just tell me what you're doing. <laughs> yes. I I want someone to write a book in which Santa's elves and Tolkien's elves exist at the same time <laughs> in the same world. <laughs> yes. Make that happen for me, please. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think just elves being so broad of a term, like you can basically make it your own. You could stick to like one mythology. You could do so many things. So yeah, trope. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh? What about some good ways to write this trope? Like Ray said, just like make it clear what you're doing. <laughs> And don't, don't try to make up your own things. Like, there are so many <laughs> mythical creatures yeah. out there. If you want to change something, there's probably a mythical creature that fits what you want to do. So don't, like, <laughs> say you have elves, but they have wings and they do all of this other weird 
stuff. Like, that's no longer an elf. <laughs> that's a fae, apparently. Yeah, that's an SJM fae. <laughs> yeah, I think you have something there, Kristen, just um, researching because uh, the amount of mythology out there is just astounding. So I, you're bound to find something that if you did want to kind of portray a an elf that's slightly different from maybe an elf you've read before in the past like i kid mm-hmm. you not you will i am certain you will find a different take on elves if you were to deep dive into mythology <laughs> yes and it would even be fine for you to like make up your own word and be like oh mm-hmm. they're descended from elves 15 generations ago but they grew <laughs> wings and they shrunk and now they oh, have weird magic mm-hmm. that does this weird thing like that's fine but just don't call them elves because mm-hmm. when you call them elves people will think of tolkien's elves or <laughs> keebler elves if that's the world you're setting up you know <laughs> like yeah. semantics are important we are I- writers I feel like you can change things, but it's be conscious of what's the best word for the job. Because if you're describing humanoid creatures that like to collect things and they're scavengers and they fight and things like that, it's like you might goblin might be a better word, you know, Uh Um, especially if they're not pretty like goblins aren't aren't typically pretty apparently unless unless they're the goblin king that seems to be its own oh, category yes. but who is yeah. basically an elf uh-huh. who is basically an elf the goblin yeah. king is basically an elf there is a like old poem called the elf king i haven't actually read it poem or story i'm not really sure but that exists Mm-mm. and i think it's something along the lines of the goblin king huh fair <laughs> mm-hmm so, I don't know. I think you can have elves that are different from other portrayals of elves, but just so long as that's the thing that they're closest to, because then you have to do the least work to, like, describe what your new thing is. <laughs> and you won't get people like me mad at you for calling something <laughs> an elf that's not. Mm-hmm. That's not like, an elf. That's a fairy. That's a <laughs> goblin. That's a... <laughs> Yes. I feel like elves have the have less opportunity for changing. Like at this point, Faye can kind of be whatever you want as long as they're mm-hmm. immortal and they have something to do with truth. But like <laughs> elves are slightly more specific. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That could just be me. I don't know. So much of it because Tolkien at this point is so ingrained in our culture. It's a it's a staple it's a classic everybody knows what that is mm-hmm. but didn't you say that tolkien essentially invented his version of elves kind of as like... far as i can tell like obviously he was a scholar so he did all of mm-hmm. the research but i was reading one of like the first poems that he had published mm-hmm. and it featured elves as like the fairful goblin little that kind of i think it's called mm-hmm. goblin feet um Ooh. but it has all the like fey type fearful creatures. And mm-hmm. then like the article I was reading about it kind of explains that as his work goes on, his elves get taller and closer to men, basically. <laughs> uh-huh. But but wasn't in Norse mythology, aren't elves 
beautiful and tall and I mean again it's a very vague term. Yeah. Mm-mm. And he draws a lot from Norse mythology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, that's interesting. His work seems to like be a mixture of Norse mythology and English mythology. So mm-hmm. he's got like very different elves to pull from. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting <laughs> looking at it's interesting looking at Tolkien's um Wikipedia page because they'll list different mythology things that he's referenced or that you could see um the roots of in like the Silmarillion and things like that so it's like he's drawing from um Atlantis like Numenor is kind of related to it Atlantis because it's a a city that disappeared and there are parts of the Silmarillion that are just the um basically the Kalevala the Finnish epic and there's what are the other ones there were like a couple more but yeah like tolkien is tolkien went hard on the folklore and then just like you know took things that he thought was like ah yes this belongs in my world (laughs) tolkien's just a mythology and linguistics nerd and Mm -hmm. then he wrote a book because he needed to share it with someone Uh (laughs) and that's our episode so listeners what do you think do you have opinions on elves Email us at to trope or not to trope at gmail.com and let us know. If you're enjoying this podcast, rate it and share it. And we'll be back in two weeks with another trope. Thanks for listening to To Trope or Not to Trope and happy writing! <laughs>